Welcome everyone to the second episode of Intercast. I'm Sandy. I'm Joanna. And I'm Alicia. So today we're going to talk about what is District Council. And District Council is the officer board for the entire district. And this year, the district's theme is set sail. And what set sail entails is we want to sail into uncharted waters together. And even though it may be difficult at times, we definitely want to stick together and we know we can sail very far. And that includes leaving behind a legacy. So today we're gonna talk about what legacies even are. So our guests today are... Hi everyone, my name is Quang Trung and I graduated last year with class of 2020. Hello everyone, my name is Brenda Huynh and I am a current officer. Um, my name is Caitlin I'm also a current officer. Hi everyone, my name is Kashvi Kumar and I graduated last year. So our first topic is how do you all define legacy? Um, this is kind of a hard question. I feel like this is everyone views a legacy as a, in a different way. So I guess my um, kind of interpretation is that it's what you leave behind you after, in this case, you're no longer in Interact. Um, so actually, I recently watched Hamilton. So it, this kind of ties in with Hamilton, how he was, during his lifetime, he was like not really known. Um, and if you guys know the song, Who Writes Your Story, that's just like the musical trying to tell his legacy and uh, all the amazing things that he did. From my perspective, I would define legacy or like compare it to like a tombstone because you like technically like die and you like leave, but then you still like leave something behind and it could be like some kind of stone or some kind of will, but you like still like leave some kind of not physical entity of yourself there. Um, for me, going off of Quang and Brenda, it's just kind of like what you want to be remembered for and the mark that you want to have made and what you leave behind. All right, for my definition of legacy, I think it's a little bit different, but it kind of goes with the expression, like you stand on the shoulders of those who came before you. So my definition of a legacy would be like bringing something to a greater height or creating a better foundation for someone after you to like create something even better than what you did and giving them the potential to make, like, bring something to greater heights. All right, that was very cool. I myself love Hamilton a lot. And personally, I would say that a legacy is just everything you do while you're in a position, or not really a position, but while you're at a certain point in life. And all of these things, I believe that they add up, and eventually you can use them to inspire other people. And I really like thinking about that. So... Now that we're still on the topic of legacies, why do you guys think legacies are such a big deal? For me, a legacy like has such a big impact because like it's like it's like it's like something you're able to it's the impact you're able to make on someone's life. And then from there, like maybe in the case of Intrac, you can either follow in those footsteps and make it for the better or if it didn't turn out as well you can also make it for the better and like that's kind of what legacy does is you you do something and then it leaves an impact and it could be good or bad but it's like you're leaving something 
Um, so I'm gonna kind of relate back to Caitlin's idea of standing on the shoulders of giants uh, before you. And I'd say that it's a big deal because in, in terms of interact, there are people who like get you inspired and who really ignite that passion of anything within you. Um, so you're just trying to pass on the impact that that person has given to you onto someone else. Um, going off of the idea of impact, I think especially in clubs like Interact, you're given so many opportunities and it's kind of everybody does something different with those opportunities and the impact that people make through like what they do is a very important part of the journey, if that makes sense. Hey, awesome. So you guys talked about like how people can have an impact and how not even like people, just like events or like experiences or moments can have an impact on you. So is there any moment or like person in particular that you guys have been impacted by and like would like to share? Um, honestly, there are like so many. I feel like I can't, I can't just list them all. Uh, a few would be in terms of events, I would say late the night, my eighth grade year was really impactful that was like my first ever community service event and um when i just like stepped through that finish line and everyone was just cheering me on it felt it just felt really really good and it just that just kind of rippled onto everything else and also there are so many people um that have impacted me like andy doe um from class of 2019 there's envy from class of 2018 my sophomore year and there's really like so much so so many other people and so many more events so yeah it's just really crazy um for me a specific event would be holiday of hope my freshman year because as a freshman i was just kind of like trying out interact and like other clubs i didn't know if i wanted to like stay in it and like do the whole like four years in the club but after holiday of hope i decided that i wanted to stay in the club and do some so much more with it and through that event i started talking to the people who like planned it like the interact officers and those people became really kind of inspirational I guess for me um there was an event but I guess more of the impact that these people had on my like specifically interact journey would be the past publication coordinators either if they come from now or they come from way back and like maybe Mark Vallejo or Sherry Lamb or Andy Doe as well, or just any of the publication coordinators, because I guess when I was young, I am still young, when I was, I guess, a freshman, one thing when you enter high school is you kind of just, you try to, like, make an identity for yourself, and when I was even, I guess, middle school, it was, like, kind of complicated, because I had felt like I had a shadow above me looming, like, a part of me all the time, but then high school, you're like, oh, my God, I can make my new identity and I can express myself however I would want to express myself. And through the work of the publication coordinators, and I myself am not a very um, social person, but through the publication coordinators, the fact that they are able to express themselves and how they are as a person through their artwork or flyers just it hit me. In my personal experience, I don't think there was necessarily an event in Interact that kind of um, made that impact for me, but the people in 
it interact definitely did. Like third shout out of the podcast to Andy Doe, but he was one of the really big figures in my interact journey, along with playing because my sophomore year when I was just starting out as an officer, I didn't have like a lot of direction in the club and I wasn't always sure if I like fit in, but they always like hyped me up to take all these opportunities and definitely like grow myself as an officer even if like I wasn't necessarily comfortable in all the positions, like I could use that, like, I don't know, like getting comfortable with being uncomfortable to kind of expand my horizons. And that encouraged me to, you know, seek growth in every opportunity possible. And then another figure was Brandon Wynn, the past area six director, because he really shaped like my definition of a leader. Awesome. So what do you think? kind of inspired you to join Interact either as like a general member or like an officer or like would you guys have any advice for people who are not sure if they want to apply or not or are kind of like new to high school and new to clubs and they don't really know like how it works how everything works yet Okay, so I would actually like to follow up on that by saying that what we can do for people who are new to clubs and aren't really sure what's going on yet is try to be as encouraging and supportive as possible in order to create an environment where they can feel accepted and maybe if they like the club, they can be inspired to take more chances within the club and just grow as people. I know that when I was a freshman and I first joined Interact, I was very scared to talk to the officers because I thought that maybe they would think I was being ridiculous or something like that. But really, it's not the case. And I think as officers, something that we should try to do is just try to ease members into the club and encourage them as much as possible to just take whatever chances are given to them. Because in the end, the fact that you took those chances would really make a big impact on your life, I think, for a lot of people. And I really want people to be able to experience that. Just going off what Alicia said about, like, officers being, like, friendly and stuff like that, um, my Interact journey really kick-started off with the friendliness from Janine Ye, um, class of 2019 or 2018. Um, But I met her at Olympics my eighth during my eighth grade. And um, yeah, her friendliness really left an impact on me. And it made taking chances and taking risks to put myself out there and interact a lot um, easier. And because I just felt like, even though I'm taking the chances, I wouldn't feel as self-conscious because I knew that there were people who were there to support me. Oh my God, Janine, I just remembered her or like remembered her impact on me because I remember I met her at my first interact activity and she was super nice and that was one of the reasons why I kept coming back but like the biggest impact she had on me was during my freshman year so I had applied for interact board member twice already and had been rejected both times and so she was the one that like encouraged me to apply again because she kind of like explained her own experience like she had gotten rejected twice before becoming an Interact board member also. And so that kind of inspired me. Like, you know, she's an officer now too, and she's, you know, really grown inside of her role and such. So, you know, if she can do it, so can I. And I thought that was very helpful for me. Um, so, yeah, I 
join Interact because uh, of, of my sister, because when she was in high school, she was pretty involved and she kept pushing for me to join. And um, after I went to the first meeting, the officers were all super supportive and encouraging. I remember um, Vanessa Nguyen, class of 2018, I think. Uh, like she would just wave hi to me around school all the time. And I was just like the small freshman. And like, even at times when I would like see her wave at me and I would just like make it seem like I didn't see, she would just, like still keep waving at me. And it was just really supportive. And I just, I felt like seen and that she would like always just come up to me at interact events and it just it just made me feel good <laughs> yeah um i thought it was really interesting when i heard people talk about when they were rejected or like their failures and their journeys because that's one of the things that surprised me the most because um around the time board member apps came out the officers posted on the facebook page like videos or like paragraphs that they wrote about their journeys and like hopes to in hopes of inspiring people to apply and then i read through every single one of those posts and a lot of them were talking about how they had been rejected two or three times and that they de they never gave up hope or they never stopped loving interact because they got rejected and i thought that was super inspiring because i used to look up to these people so much and i thought they were like so so super cool and like superhuman and they are very cool, but I think it's important to realize that failure is not something that stops you and it doesn't have to be something that like completely severs your connections to anything that you want to be a part of, like interact. And I just think that's something really important to keep in mind and something that I thought was really interesting. Yeah, definitely. Like failure, I don't think, see failure as like a roadblock, but just like a little speed bump, like, You'll just, <laughs> it's a little hiccup there, but you can take that, your failure and learn from it and hopefully improve from it. Because um, in my experience, I applied three times and failed three times. <laughs> but then on my fourth try, um, I knew I had to do something more, I guess, because I knew whatever I was previously doing, it wasn't the right direction so I really tried to like um, make an impression put myself out there more I like took initiative initiative to um, participate in like the board member workshop activities so yeah from that experience too like I've grown a lot of self-confidence to take initiative and yeah and so ultimately just don't take failure as like the end of your life. Like there's so much more to come if you just take it, learn from it and move on. Yeah, so failure to me is not something that you should just dwell on and have that affect the rest of your life and the choices that you make. Because in reality, there are so many opportunities out there that are still waiting for you. And you shouldn't let just one single thing affect that. I remember in freshman year, I also kind of had no direction. I applied to several small clubs, but I didn't get in because the interviews, well, they weren't good. 
And I remember in sophomore year, I also applied to CSF and that didn't work either. And even though initially I thought that those failures were embarrassing to me and I really didn't want to deal with my performance during those interviews because it would force me to have to deal with my insecurities. But I think that's just one of the risks that I needed to take in order to grow as a person because I remember last semester when I interviewed for Interact Again, I was able to take into account what I did for those past interviews and really improve from that. And that's not something that I think should just be applied to interviews. I feel like we should take that advice and apply it to every single other aspect of our life because that's like the fundamental nature of how we grow as people. And I think it's something to be admired. All right. So now, Queen, you had something to say. Yeah, I wanted to say that I guess it's easy to say that failure and rejection is something that you just see as a growth opportunity. But I think if you're a freshman and you're just coming out of middle school and you've never had these like opportunities to apply for anything before, it definitely is going to be really scary. So you can even look on the Pima Hills Interact Facebook page. You can search up board member and then all of the stories uh, of officers um rejections and successes are all going to be on there and you can just read binge read those and it can really just show you that the benefits are going to outweigh the drawbacks so i would definitely shoot your shot um, because really you're just going to be losing out on a great opportunity if you don't apply yeah so one last comment from me about like failure is that um not only is like has failure been a growing opportunity for growth for me but I feel like in a lot of ways it set me like on a better path because in my experience I already talked about being rejected as a board member but in my junior year I applied to be on district council and I remember that when I applied I had such a hard time thinking about like my projects what I wanted to do in that position and I think it was because I was not really, I wasn't actually passionate about that position. And so thankfully I did not get it. I was really hurt afterwards and I felt really a little bit unmotivated for a couple of months. But then the next year, during my senior year, I applied again, but this time for area director. And I had so much more passion for the position. Like when I started working on my project, all the things I wanted to do in this position, like it became so much easier because of that passion I had. So in junior year, even though it hurt me back then, it actually put me on a better path because had I gotten that position, I would have never become area director. And I feel like me being area director in my senior year was really what was meant to happen rather than, you know, being part of district council on my junior year. So I think it was, it put me on a better path. All right, so now we've spent some time talking about legacies, um, people and events who've impacted us and um, how we handle with failure. So we'll go into a quick break and we're going to just play a little fun speed round. So each person will have five seconds to answer each question, starting off with Quang. What is your favorite cell service provider? Okay, well, my favorite cell service provider is definitely T-Mobile. I actually have a bag of T-Mobile things that I've collected over my high school career. There, this is an apron, I think. This is a towel. 
Um, there's also sunglasses. There's a water bottle. And yeah, if you guys down, if you guys have T-Mobile and you download T-Mobile Tuesdays, occasionally they give out T-Mobile merch, and it's really fun to just collect them. And that's what I did for the past three years. So, yeah. All right, very very cool. Now, Caitlin, what element would you bend if you were an Avatar: The Last Airbender? Um. Well, I think water bending is one of the best elements to bend because it's such like a flexible element. You can blood bend. You can like. Oh, it change someone else's body temperature. You can do all that like regular bending stuff with the ice and such. But I'm gonna be honest, and I think that I would be a firebender because my personality doesn't really align with the flexibility of water benders. I think mine is kind of more willful and ambitious in the same sense that a lot of air or firebenders are. Okay, Brenda, if you had an intro song, what would it be? Um, personally, it would be the intro song of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, or any other Avatar The Last Airbender soundtrack, maybe like Secret Tunnel. Um, why? I don't know why. It's just, I connect with it. If I cast me, if you were stranded on a deserted island, who would you bring? Um, there's a lot of people I could choose, but I think I would bring my mom, because she's my mom. Yeah. All right, so that just about wraps up the speed round. So we're going to get back into our main topic now. So we've talked about legacies and why we should take initiative. So I was kind of just wondering if you guys also had some very important moments, maybe some of your favorite memories or parts of your interact journey that maybe influenced the legacy that you wanted to leave behind in a really impactful way. Um, I would say that kind of every year that I was in interact, which is like freshman through senior, was was played like a key part in how everything turned out because freshman year I applied twice, got rejected, and then after every time I kind of, I kind of grew with it and I came back stronger as a, as a stronger advocate. And then sophomore year is arguably my my most in, my most influential year because it was my first year as officer and it was kind of where I would I kind of took on everything and met the most people. And I took on a couple of other roles as well. And it just kind of shaped um, how everything, and it just snowballed into my junior and senior year and brought me to where I am today. Um, for me, the most like influential part of my journey, I guess, would be like the people that I met along the way. Like each and every year you meet new people, whether they are from like your same area or from like different areas, but especially freshman year when I first um, became a board member and I would like go to the board meetings, I would sit all the way in the back because I was scared, but I would like listen to the juniors and seniors talk about like the events that they're planning and like the stuff that they're doing for the area. And I would just like admire their work, I guess. And um, I was kind of like noticing the legacy that they were leaving behind. And I would think that you know, four years from now, I want to leave, like, a similar legacy. For me, it was also the people. Um, I remember I kind of joined Youth Act um, because of this one person named Tunu Nguyen, and she just kind of approached me as I was leaving the first meeting, and she was like, hey, do you play the trumpet? And I was like, who are you? But yeah, yeah, I do. And it was just kind of scary that she knew that I played the trumpet, but then I realized that she knew my sister and my sister was like, come on, but then, and then it was just kind of 
finding someone that I knew and like I realized that she and I had a lot of similarities and I also was in marching band and she was in marching band so I always had some upperclassmen to like look to and then kind of venturing on to like freshman year it was like a lot more random spurts that I was encountered with upperclassmen and that's like Seganet and Envy. I remember one time Seganet just messaged me like the early morning and it's like do you want to get donuts and I was a freshman and I was like, well, what incarnation? But like, you know, I said, yeah. So I just rode on the past, like next to her. And I just sat in silence and it was kind of like, ha, ha, ha. But it was still kind of, it, it was like, wow, I can low-key live like that high school, like movie dream thing where you just head out on random certs. And then I also live near NB. So then she would just randomly pick me up to do things. And I just be like, okay. But I kind of just wanted to, make that impact later and be that random person that people could just say, yeah, I will go with you. And I will be like, yes, let's go. And then we just bond and then more connections. All right. So now that we've talked so much about legacies, um, we want to talk about FLC because FLC is coming up on October 10th and 11th. Um, the first day will be free because this year is the first year that they're doing it virtually. And the second day will be paid. Um, and it's where we will be talking about our theme and our projects and introducing DC for the year. And it's going to be very fun and exciting. So I think everybody should go. Do you guys have any experiences with FLC in particular that you would like to mention? For me, FLC, an experience, it was a sweat. You know, it was just the being overly close next to someone as you cheer on for your area, that was part of the experience of FLC that I think will definitely be this this year. But that was like, even though the, the sweat wasn't, it's not, it's, it didn't feel, it, it did not feel pleasant, but you kind of like felt closer to the entire area. And you're like, oh my God, we all, we all have one common theme and that's service. And then as you cheer on for your area, it was also like spirit. It was the spirit that, we all had um for me freshman year I originally like wasn't planning on going to FLC but the morning of I like randomly decided that I wanted to go so I went and purchased the ticket at the door I didn't even have an area shirt so I like stood out in my area because I didn't have the area shirt but um when the projects were announced for that year like that was a moment that I like realized like how big of an impact like interact can make um, and then when they announced, like, the amount of, like, money we raised, like, the previous year, um, yeah, so that was, like, a really, like, eye-opening experience, and I'm really glad I went. And then I knew to go, you know, buy my ticket beforehand and get an area shirt. Um, yeah, I would say that my favorite part of LLC every year would be um, the project reveals. So it's, like, I think they show it, like, 10 a.m., the room's all dark. Everyone has their flashlights lit up on their phone. And then they have this huge projector screen and they show the project videos. And for or most of the time, there is an inter international and community project. One year it was merged as an intermediate. Um, but it was just the music, the scenes that they put on, it's just really impactful. And at the end of the video, there are words, the words, Interactive 270, do you accept this challenge? Just pop up one by one. 
and it's just everyone just cheers and it's like the best feeling in the world and you feel like you're making a change with everyone else in the, in the independence gym around you um i'm not sure how it's going to be this year but i know that it's going to be great regardless all right so now that we've had some time to i guess reminisce on our interact our past interact journey um this is a question for quang and kashvi uh, what kind of legacy did you think that you left behind um so yeah i don't i feel like i can't really answer that question because in my eyes a legacy is something that people remember you by not something that i remember myself by so i can kind of only tell you what i hoped to leave behind as a legacy and that was just kind of to be that person who got you to stay and interact and go to every event and to go out of your comfort zone and try new things yeah so i mean i don't know what kind of legacy i left behind but um i tried to always kind of remain passionate in the club and have the same motivation that i had freshman year to like do a lot of service events and like you know do big things in the club i tried to be like the same person i was freshman year and the, like kind of be that same person as a senior like not really change throughout my journey if that makes sense like always kind of stick to the same like have the same passion and motivation that like brought me into the club throughout my four years Okay, awesome. So now I got a similar question for Brenda and Caitlin. So what kind of legacy do you guys want to leave behind after you graduate this year? Okay, I'll go first. Um, I think the legacy that I want to leave is based on the values that I instill in my officers after I will leave and just like values I instill in everyone in Interact. Um, being co-president and area director in my senior year and also I was board director in my junior year all of these positions I feel like the main function of them was to um, be a support system for others help them reach their full potential and also to like teach them so something I've been doing like as co-president which is new is that I run like an officer mini training workshop at all of our meetings so that I can kind of like teach the officers something. And then as area director, that is also something I'm striving towards. So I think the values of, you know, um, service and passion for interact is something that I would hope to leave with them. Um, for me, like overall, it would be being the odd person that just randomly walked up to them and then that's why they're in Interact. It's because someone was willing to reach out to them and be like, hey, join Interact. And then throughout that, they were able to stay on that journey or if they didn't, it's okay. But they would they would still have some kind of impact through service or just be inspired that they know that they existed and that they were all able to express themselves however they wanted, whether or not if they, whether if they wanted to express themselves verbally or through art or through their own voice or just any way that they choose to express themselves and tell them that it's all, it's, you can just be yourself type of thing. Would you like to talk about the newsletter, Brenda? Um, so technically, this newsletter existed, not sure how many years ago, but it was, it was, they have existed. However, um, this year's Destiny Council decided to bring it back and we decided to put more effort into it. And it is going to be the district 
let me go back on that. It is going to be the it's going to be a monthly newsletter released every month. And then we already compiled a committee of people who are passionate enough to make this newsletter. And it's just going to contain a lot of updates to give people a sense of um, a source of all these information and news on Interact, especially during this pandemic. And like our main source of communication is through social media. And we wanted to imply that with the newsletter and give them one main info box. And that is the newsletter. Look out for it on October 1st. But yeah. Um, in that same sort of sense, like keeping our interactors updated with news and stuff like that about Interact, we also have this podcast that we have created because of also the pandemic. Um, so I hope like when I first thought of the podcast, it was just, it came out of like my plans for the year as community coordinator were just like all deleted. I had like a doc with all my bullet points and then I just had to highlight everything and delete it. So podcasts were something that was gaining traction over the summer. So I just like brought it up to Caitlin that it would be cool to start a podcast. And she told me that the DMCs were interested too. So I got to talk to our DMCs, Joanna and Alicia, and then Intercast came to be. So this is where we'll have our monthly talks about various topics, um, about Interact or about like growth, personal stuff. So yeah, that's what we wanted to offer to you guys during this pandemic. Yeah, the podcast was something that um, I was really excited about this year. And I knew that it'd be such, it would just be really cool if we could do that during the pandemic. And I'm glad that we were able to create it into a reality. And I hope that potentially in the future years, the future DMCs and community coordinators will be able to continue it because this has been so fun. Um, so now that we talked about legacies and you've gotten a chance to meet some alumni and also some current DC members, we're hoping that you guys have been inspired, like even just a little bit and just taken into consideration what everyone has had to say and just um, start thinking about leaving your own legacy. I think that even though if you may believe that you haven't made an impact or you haven't left behind a legacy, I bet you probably have, like there's probably people that think back to that one moment when this one person said something to them and it kind of molded their mindset for the rest of the year or like sometimes even the rest of their life like you never know the kind of impact that you can have on somebody else and that's why this journey has been so interesting and you guys can continue on your own interact journey finding your own inspirations and finding i guess outlets to create your own legacies so that's where FLC comes in. Um, for many interactors, FLC is where um, you feel your first spurt of inspiration. You're, you find your first love in Interact. So I hope you guys can attend FLC. And um, any journey starts with taking your first step. So if you just want to continue your um, continue broaden, broadening your horizons and um, I guess due to the most of your potential as an interactor, um, our board member applications are going to be released very soon. So I hope you guys can pick one up and apply to be a board member and join our interact family as an officer.
All right. So that just about sums it up for our second episode. Remember that you guys can also follow our social medias, which will pop up on the screen right after this. Also, come to our general meetings, which are every other Wednesday. And you can find the Zoom link in the Facebook group. You want to know what else is in the Facebook group? The member application. So if y'all want to join, then just head right on over and you can fill it out. And we will add you to our records really soon. And if you want more episodes, then just remember to tune in every last Wednesday of the month. And that's it. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.